just me. A place to be me, where you get to experience life. Life is a journey, not a guided tour. If you want the rainbow, you have to go through the rain. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Just Me. This is Tracy, and I'm joined with Sasha and Sharina for another episode of Just Me. And we're talking about expectations, realistic and unrealistic. And like always, we're going to have a recap on what we talked about last week to help us get ready and juiced up for this exciting episode. All righty. So a lot of times when we think about expectations in relationships, and relationships can be um, intimate relationships, it can be friendships, it can be um, work relationships, we have this certain amount of thought that we want and anticipate for the future. But sometimes that doesn't um, meet our expectations, meet what we want in the future. And so as a result, we have to kind of reevaluate what that looks like because a lot of times we hold a lot of, we put a lot of weight on our expectations and sometimes we need to kind of reevaluate what that looks like in our relationships in order to make sure that we're striving for our own happiness. So... Ladies, where do we pick up at? So I, well, I had said in the last episode that I was going to randomly ask like a couple of people what their thoughts or views was on expectation. So what I did was <clears throat> I had a list with 10 reasonable expectations. And I just asked them, hey, is this a realistic or what do you feel about these 10? And the 10 things that were on them were mutual trust in each other. Equal commitment to the relationship. So if you're taking notes, that was number two. <laughs> number three is shared affection and appreciation. Number four was empathy towards experiences and emotions. Number five was friendship and admiration in the relationship. Number six was a, a satisfying sexual connection. Number seven was mutual understanding and compromise. Number eight, respect for differences. Number nine, quality time. And number 10 was shared kindness and generosity. And surprisingly, I actually had a couple that were, they're in their age of 40, 45. I had a single um, 20-year-old, 20-ish-year-old um, a female. I had a male 30-year-old, and just to have a broad um, spectrum. And all of them agreed that these were all reasonable expectations. Now, um, surprising to me, it was the women that really was on the um, a satisfying sexual connection. When I read that number six, they was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That is definitely an expectation where me personally was thinking it would be the other way around. But just across the board that um, there are some common realistic things that are out there. But again, each relationship is individual you don't know the experiences or whatever that you have but you should have some common ground or know what expectations you have going in to any type of relationship so what do y'all think about those 10 so when i um look at these 10 um expectations that that are supposed to be reasonable some of them um relate to our values and beliefs you know what what our values are what our beliefs are as it relates to who we are and most of the times most of the time most of the time when we 
you know, connect with people in relationships. We we connect with them because they have similar values and beliefs mm-hmm. as we do. So that's what I see. <clears throat> and I think with these expectations, um, they're very fluid. So one expectation may be a very prominent thing um, in your relationship um, in the beginning, but then as you begin to develop and grow and you get other friendships, relationships, supports, um, new job opportunities, then these expectations kind of migrate up and down the priority level. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's truly okay because our lives are constantly changing. I think that one thing that COVID has taught us is that um, we're not guaranteed tomorrow um, and that there are so many different variables within our lives that you have to definitely seize the moment um, with whatever you do mm-hmm. as far as expectations um, and definitely supporting that with communication with whatever relationship that you're in. I like how you use the when you use the word COVID and change in the same sentence because I think COVID um, put everybody in the position to re evaluate a lot of things so in that they had to uh, shift expectations you had to make some adjustments whether you wanted to or not and everybody is still searching for this new norm you know and in searching for that expectations have to shift in all areas of our lives so um, that that was just when you just said COVID had us you know the expectation is definitely um, hit home for me It's a statement that I came across. It said, people with low expectations tend to be in a relationship where they are treating, where they are treated poorly. And people with high expectation tend to be in a relationship where they are treated well. Mm. This suggests that having high standards, you are far more likely to achieve the kind of relationship you want than you are by looking the other way. And letting things slide. So my question is the statement again. People with low expectations tend to be in relationship where they are treated poorly. And people with high expectations tend to be in a relationship where they are treated well. When you hear that statement, one, do you do you agree with it? Do you think it's a fair statement? And then two, um, I'll, I'll, I'll wait to see how y'all answer one. Then I'll tell you my number two. I agree with this because it starts with you. So what? It, however you feel about yourself, that um, regarding who you are and where you are in life and your values and beliefs, and you value that, that will be something that you're sending out into the universe to attract people. So I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. And, and just to piggyback off of that, I think that we get into um, placing blame when we say, well, I know. Okay, so <laughs> just me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about um, what my expectations are, high expectations versus low expectations, when I hear that statement, 
um, I think of low as me not valuing myself and high yeah. as me needing to strive for that expectation of value. Um, and so an individual like me will internalize that significantly and figure out what I can do differently, what I can do better. But in all actuality, when I take a step back and I think about expectations, I think about how I was raised, how I grew up. Um, and so just kind of not putting a lot of blame on myself and being so critical and harsh on myself. Um, when I think about low expectations, I think about what type of values and beliefs that my parents and my family kind of instilled in me, which weren't necessarily low, but were effective for that span of my life. So whatever my mom instilled into me, whatever my dad instilled into me, whatever my um, grandmother instilled into me were appropriate based off of what they went through. Mm -hmm. So with my grandmother being um, dropped off at um, somebody's house because her mom didn't want her or couldn't raise her. So that in and of itself created an expectation that she derived, um, whereas I need to care for and cater for myself. And so as a result, when raising my sister and I, it was that expectation is you are going to care and cater for yourself. But when I come into a relationship moving forward in my 30s, 20s and 30s, um, and I think about relationships, that can be very confrontational when I'm in a situation with somebody else. So I think about as far as expectations, when you grow up, the expectations are what they need to be for that situation as mm. we get older and as we grow expectations need to change and that's okay but i think that where we come into conflict is that working and changing with those expectations and that's hard yeah it's hard for me so are you saying it's a process and it's a a building up mm-hmm. absolutely and it starts with the childhood absolutely okay yeah because what one of the things well I was going to ask, and now I said I wasn't going to ask, but now I'm going to ask anyway. That <laughs> that expectations um, in relationships that we go in expecting the partner to help us with childhood trauma or unresolved issues from our past. Mm -hmm. And it's an expectation going into relationships, whether it's the man to the woman or the woman to the man. Um, and... It, the the struggle in doing that in a relationship it caused a lot of um, arguments, re resentment, um, anger, because you're not. I expect you to do something, and you're not doing it. In our in our other conversations, we were talking about communication and um, sharing it, and a lot of times it's not shared; it's just expected, mm -hmm. and all of that the smoke comes up and then the fire starts <laughs> because we're not opening our mouths, sharing those expectations. And then when we don't get it and we kind of going into the next comment that I had um, for y'all to elaborate on unspoken expectations lead to discouragement. Unmet expectations lead to disappointment and unreasonable expectations lead to defeat. Mm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Repeat. 
unspoken expectations lead to discouragement. Unmet expectation lead to disappointment. And unreasonable expectations lead to defeat. We're going we gonna to use technology, and I'm just going to text this to them so they don't have to write it, and they can just read it on their paper. Because <laughs> this is going to involve some thought. Unspoken expectation lead to discouragement. And we kind of emphasized that a lot in our last episode. We got we to gotta say it. Yeah. We can't assume that the other person, I don't care how long <laughs> they've been rocking with you, you can't assume that they know everything because I, we, we change our thought experiences, situations, trigger stuff, and we was thinking one way and then we think in another way. That's right. So if you don't tell them, discouragement is bound to show up when it doesn't happen. And it's not that they're not trying not to do it. They don't know. Again, if you say, I need water, I'm thirsty, somebody's going to bring you something to drink. But if you're sitting there, and you ain't saying nothing, but you're looking thirsty, but maybe your tongue just fell out your mouth. You know, but say it. I'll bring you some water. You got to say something. They're laughing at me, y'all. What y'all feel about unspoken expectations lead to discouragement? I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I think that we condition ourselves to really not speak on what we what we need as far as support because we assume that, oh, well, if I'm in love with this person or if I have a strong connection with this person, they're going to know. No, no. At the end of the day, we don't know how human beings don't know how to read people's minds. Now, there's the sprinkle few, but majority of us do not know how to. We can read context clues. <laughs> Some of us are better at reading context clues than others. But majority of us do not know how to read people's mind. And when you assume um, that someone knows how to um, identify what you need and articulate that, that <coughs> assumption can lead to discouragement. Because if they assume wrong, then your feelings are going to be hurt. But you didn't in the forefront say what you needed to begin mm -hmm. with and give them the opportunity to say, yay, that's too much or nay, that's not too much. Okay. I like that. How about unmet expectation lead to disappointment? I mean, it just speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> it is once, it is. once I tell you and then you still don't do it? Unmet yeah. expectations. Yeah. So you told me? Yeah, I, I didn't tell you. Did you still, so you, you did not meet my expectation. I, I didn't, I t for me, this this how this how I dissected this middle one. You unmet expectations. So you uh, I, you knew what I expected. Yeah. And when you don't provide it, that leads to disappointment. For you? For me. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's understandable. Mm -hmm. But what you going to do about it? I mean, you can stay in it. The old me or the, the working on me, me. <laughs> <laughs> that, part. Yeah. that part. The growing me has made changes. Okay. But, um, yeah, the old me reacted okay. accordingly. Dismiss button was pressed. Because they didn't do what yeah. you asked them to do. Yeah. yeah. Knowing I, that was a expect, clear expectation, like boom, boom, boom. And you agree, boom, boom, boom. 
and then when you don't, boom, boom, boom. Okay, you okay? Okay, I agree to do it, right? Mm -hmm. And is it realistic? It's realistic. In your eyes, in our eyes, because we 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 didn't table this one. Okay, and this is a agreed expectation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it grace? Yeah, you just got the button pressed. (laughs) That's my grace. That's that's my grace. (laughs) That's my grace. This the old me, y'all. This the old me, y'all. So are you saying there are times when expectations can be communicated and agreed upon and they're still not met? And still not met. Yes. Okay. That's realistic. That's realistic. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm hearing we're getting to. And so when you are disappointed now, how do you behave? How, How do you react when you're disappointed? The old me. There you go. Come on, just me. Listen, the old me is throwing a whole temper tantrum, mm-hmm. adult temper tantrum, though. Okay. okay. Adult temper tantrum. Um, in my feelings, not talking to anybody, um, going into myself, just isolating and trying to really reflect on what I need to do in order to move forward. Because at this point in time, I have wrote everybody off. This was a disappointment. I have been taught in my childhood and adolescence that people are going to disappoint you. So as a result, don't trust people. As a result, don't work with people. Don't go towards people. Because at the end of the day, you're going to need to do everything by yourself. But that creates a very lonely life. Mm -hmm. Yes. Extremely lonely. And the new and improved working on me... (laughs) (laughs) Disappointment's okay. Mm-hmm. Disappointment is completely okay. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that it takes any <coughs> value away from the quality of the relationships. Good job. But it does mean that more dialogue needs to be had with the person that you are expecting this um, expectation from. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because maybe that person doesn't know what it means to you. While we are all human beings, there are still, and as we all have friendships and relationships, we, no one knows all of the ins and outs of us. Even my mama don't know everything that I have thought. She's been with me for my, the past, you know, 30 odd years, but she doesn't know all of the thoughts that I've had, all of the feelings that I've had, because there are some things that we just don't share with everybody. Mm -hmm. So when we think about the disappointment, sometimes people don't know the caliber of how much it hurt you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't communicate that, then you are expecting someone to navigate um, further relation your further relationship in the dark and that's not fair to them and it's not fair to you because you're not allowing them to grow with you mm-hmm. and also with this statement I'm assuming we're talking about one thing right unmet expectation or unmet expectations because if it's just one thing let's keep it at that one thing Let's not make it bigger than it really is. Because if this expectation is not met, that doesn't mean that that person doesn't love me. Mm. Or I'm not of value to them. So I like I like what Sasha says, like really exploring, you know, 
why didn't it happen? You know, communicate it with them and figure out how to move <coughs> forward. But what we find sometimes with working with um, patients is that unmet expectation is utilized as you don't love me. I'm not worthy to you. It takes the, no. uh, the instead of a piece of the pie, it grabs the whole pie. Yeah, and it's only uh, it's only a piece. Yes, that's a cognitive yeah. distortion. Yeah, cognitive distortion. We 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 back on that. <laughs> yeah, but it is it's crazy because I mean we we move just quick, fast, and in a hurry. But all of these things that happen without even thinking, like wow, I'm on, I'm in that category. Mm, I don't like it. But when you realize. That that type of thinking puts me over there. I need to make change, and then in hearing you, um, even in disappointment, that as opportunity to grow and grow. So you learn in every disappointment. If you don't want to be disappointed, guess what? You ain't gonna do it like that again, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to think of another plan, set new goals and stuff. So um, you get a like you can turn a, a bad situation into something positive still, and get growth out of that. Self care, absolutely. So, and I like, you know, really problem solving. Yeah. No, really mm-hmm. problem solving to ensure that you get what you need. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something, problem solving is an element of self-care that we completely, I don't want to say completely ignore, but we tend to push aside because it's, it's hard work. Yeah. Problem solving is hard work. But when you do problem solve, you are recognizing that you're not dismissing your feelings. Because that's not what problem solving is. You're not dismissing your feelings, but at the same time, you are also acknowledging what this, where this other person is and how they're able to show up for you. How you want them to show up for you is not going to be the same as how they're able to show up for you. And you have to recognize that. And that's one thing that I definitely acknowledge over the past few weeks is that how people show up may not be my expectations, but it is what they genuinely feel. And that's what I need to accept and embrace. And so with that problem solving, I was able to acknowledge my feelings and, you know, manage them, but then also communicate what it was, how I felt to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so that problem solving helped with my revamping my quote unquote realistic expectations. So now it's realistic for me and it's realistic for the person I'm in a friendship or relationship with. Oh, I like that. So you're leaving the door open for different ways that they're showing how to do certain things, yeah. even though it wasn't what you thought it was supposed yeah. to be. And yeah. so, and so, but you got to leave on, the door open, though. Yeah. You see the opportunity. Go but, ahead. but based on um, how they show up, do you? What adjustments do you make on you in that situation? Do you still um, say you said like I? I will only accept this or I won't accept this. Do you adjust your boundaries to meet them or you keep your boundaries and wait for them to reach you? Mm-hmm. And it, for me, I had to look at the history of the relationship mm-hmm. and how much has been invested in the relationship. And that meant more to me than really completely just writing off this person. Mm-hmm. Um if there was a tumultuous relationship in the past, then I think that my impact or my opinion would have been different. But the the connection that we have had all of these years 
helps to support, all right, this wasn't intentional. This was, this person has a lot of stuff going on in their life and they're not able to meet my expectations, but how can we come together and meet them in the middle? Mm-hmm. Um, because this is important to me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know that this person has a lot of stuff going on in their life as well. So how do we meet in the middle? That's cool. How about this one? Unreasonable expectations lead to defeat. Mm. And that, that kind of um, falls off of what you just um, said, like how they show up. Mm-hmm. Because we had an expectation. Well, I guess if we didn't discuss it, is it reasonable? We feel that it's reasonable. Mm-hmm. But if it's an unreasonable one, how does that lead to defeat? For example, like um, I don't want my significant other to drink, so I say I don't expect you to drink anymore. Liquor, I won't say perp, <laughs> like water, nothing. Liquor, I don't want you to drink no more liquor, no more beer. And we 20 years old. That's, Is that a realistic expectation? And the person drinks beer currently. So me as a professional, knowing what I know, no, that's not a reasonable expectation. Mm-hmm. Because behaviors are very hard to change overnight. But for a person who is fed up in that situation, I can understand the frustration. Mm-hmm. But it's not reasonable. Yes, because that's her expectation of someone else. Mm-hmm. See, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And so so that feeling of defeat, do you see it show how you feel like it's like it's not being met? Like, I, they don't do nothing right. I can't get nothing. You can feel defeated if... Yeah, you can feel defeated if you set yourself up with something like, like this. That. Okay. Because as she said, this is that you want someone to change your behavior. So they have to be willing to invest into the process of changing on their own. Okay. So just because you say that's what you want, that doesn't mean that it's going to happen. So you'll be setting yourself up, self up if you're saying this is what I want you to do okay. when this is a behavior that they have to change. So people really have to look at their thought process as it relates to how they communicate things and how they view expectations. Because at times we set ourselves up. Mm-hmm. We kick ourselves in the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's crazy how um, you think it's a cliche that they, when you hear like communication is key in, in a relationship. But it comes up all the time. You yeah. have to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. You have to talk about it. You have to talk so, about everything. You, you, you have to. That's no and way it's not it. like we, we we talked about that already. That shouldn't even be part of like the dialogue. We're going to talk about it again. Guess yeah. what? It was it was raining today, and it changed some things. Right. People <laughs> change. So it, people are changing agent. Yeah. My my thoughts about situations change every day. So mm-hmm. yeah. So as as we move though, this this is good. And um, we get hurt a lot. And love doesn't hurt. Expectations do. And that's going to be our next topic for our next episode. I love that. Love doesn't hurt. Expectations do. Mm -hmm. That's deep. That's deep. Well, thank you guys so much for checking in with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think that we had a 
very good dialogue around expectations, around unspoken, unmet, and unreasonable expectations, and what that looks like in all sorts um, of relationships that we have. So as we continue to move on in our life, make sure that you guys tap into um, other episodes. And until next time, make sure that you take care of yourself so that we can take care of each other. Thank you so much for listening to Just Me Podcast. If you are seeking further one-on-one consultations, worksheets, and action steps from the ladies at Just Me Podcast, please review the monthly subscription packages starting at $9.99 at www.patreon.com backslash Just Me Podcast and the number one. If you are seeking further one-on-one diagnoses, interventions, and treatment plans, please consider scheduling an appointment with an individual counselor at Journeys Counseling Center. Journeys can be reached at 336-294-1349. The mission of Just Me Podcast is to use authentic conversations to uplift one's mind, body, and soul. The goal of Just Me Podcast is to offer affordable education and insight to individuals who experience financial barriers to accessing individualized behavioral health support. With that being said, the information, including opinions, advice, and recommendations discussed in this podcast, is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Such information is not intended to substitute the recommendations of your own licensed therapist or healthcare provider. Although we are licensed behavioral health professionals, we are not your licensed behavioral health professional. As a result, the advice mentioned on this podcast should not replace the recommendations offered by your own qualified health professional.